Today's show was recorded prior to the recent events in the media involving a guest in this episode. Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness. The show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Everybody and welcome. Eden and Kim are here. Kim and Eden. <laughs> Hi guys. And truth. Uh, we are so excited because we have some really extraordinary guests today. And so I'm going to just get right to it. Um, especially we're excited to have Sheena Shake back. She organized all this. So thank you, Sheena. Hi, um, you're welcome. Sheena Shea <laughs> from Vanderbilt Rules. She's the number one episode of all time right now out of 60 episodes. And so that's pretty cool. Um, Exciting. (laughs) Yeah. So we have TV personality, actress, podcast host of Shenanigans and singer Sheena Shea, and actress, TV personality, model, and author Ariana Maddox, and TV personality, actress, clothing designer, and author Kristen Doty. And they are all stars of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. So welcome, ladies. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thanks, you guys. This is um, something that's, you know, kind of like a a special for us, I guess, because we've been watching you guys on TV for a while. But I know we want to get to the more human side today because there's got to be, you know, one side of you that's shown on TV. Um, But there's we know there's a lot more to you all. So hoping we can begin. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very cool. So um, (laughs) I'm going to ask just a couple questions, I guess, for for each of you. I know, Ariana, you have a new book that's, I guess, fairly new that you and Tom (laughs) (laughs) have published, and it's called Fancy AF Cocktails. Is that right? Did I get it right? Okay. You got it right. Drink okay. from a couple of professional drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. I, I you know, I can't, um, one of the sessions, sorry, episodes that we did recently was with someone who um, can interpret dreams for us. Mm. And I, she helped each of us to interpret one of our own dreams. And one of my, the one that she interpreted for me, this woman is amazing, um, was about me being at a bar. And, and, you know, in a tropical island and, and she just basically <laughs> got to the, the bottom line was that I didn't have, I don't have enough fun in my life and I, ne- and I don't drink ever. Oh, so, yeah. so <laughs> I need your book. So I need yes. to get started somehow. I need to get started on this. So yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to get some more fun in your life. I know. Now you're telling <laughs> me that. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm hearing it. I have people when they listen to the episode, I have people from all over the place telling me, I'll buy you a drink. Let's go get a drink. This is just way out of my comfort though. 
<laughs> well, that's why you can get our book and you can start at home in your comfort zone. Yes, I have to I'm home anyways now. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so you and Tom have this book and um, how how's it doing? How's the book doing? Oh my gosh, it's been really amazing. Um, when we first announced our, our pre-orders, it kind of just like shot up in the pre-orders. And then it's really kind of just really remained at the top of the bestseller list for its category since it came out, which like honestly is like such a huge blessing because you never know, you know, you, you put your heart and soul into something and you really never know if other people are going to like get it, you know what I mean? And maybe they're going to be like, okay, that's cute for you, but I'm not into it. Um, but the reception has just been phenomenal and it's honestly just been, it's, it's, it's been the most exciting thing ever. Never in my life did I think I was going to put out a cocktail book, but here we are and it's, it's doing really well. So it's very, very cool. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have another question for you, Ariana. Um, we are aligned with the imperfectly perfect campaign, which, um, is with founder Glenn Marsden. And it's a really unique campaign where he uses and the company, the whole campaign uses social media, all forms of social media to reduce the stigma of mental health. And they have celebrities go on there and tell their most vulnerable stories through video, through posting, through all different things. And so we're really passionate about being a part of that. And you're very open about your struggles with mental health. Can you talk a little bit about what you've gone through? Um, sure. Yeah, I, I definitely have had... Uh, <clears throat> ups and downs and issues with depression and anxiety, I think all the way back, uh, since I was, you know, in, in high school, that is like the earliest memory I've had of that. And, um, I've, I've struggled over the years of thinking that if I fix one thing or if I fix another thing, like different parts of my life, which generally those are traumas and things like that, that I do need to fix generally anyways. But thinking that that's going to be the be all end all cure of what's going on. And I think over the last year or so, year, two years, I've come to the realization that those things are a part of me. They're a part of what make me, me. And so now I've been in ongoing therapy. I finally found the right therapist, which definitely, if anyone's out there um, beginning therapy and they're feeling discouraged, not finding the right therapist to stick with it. You will find the right therapist. I think I've, I finally found my girl uh-huh. and, um, I've been in ongoing weekly therapy with her now for, for a while. And it really just, I cannot recommend, um, being in therapy enough. So that's, that's where we're at now. Um, definitely still ups and downs, you know, there's no cure. There's no, there's no fix. Um, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Yeah. yeah, I admire that so much. And when you say you. you found the right therapist, I I work with clients myself and we we do a lot of the cha- I channel spirit and they come through and they help people with their um traumas from childhood. It's not just talking to your loved ones and uh it's profound work and they we always find that the healing takes place when you heal your inner child. Mhm. So is that what you guys, what you get to work on with your therapist? Do you get to do that? Um, yeah. What's really cool about my therapist is that she um, highly encourages all different methods of healing. So uh-huh. um, it's, she, she really believes that whatever works for you is what works. And that's what you should yeah. go with, which I really, I, I love that about her. Um, no judgment. 
<laughs> yeah, no judgment at all. She, you know, she believes in, in, in anything that works to heal anybody. And so we have delved a little bit into that. Um, we've been working a lot about on like attachment styles and um, all kinds of different things, you know, and, and some REM, uh, the like uh, electronic nodes, you know, Mm-hmm. Tap, yeah, tap yeah, we've done some of that. Um, yeah. And yeah, I really love it. It's like I, I look forward to it every week, you know. Awesome. Oh, good for you. That's that's yeah. awesome. I love hearing that. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I think everybody needs therapy. And it's, right? Yes, everybody. Everybody got something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I know that it takes sometimes um, years of pain and trauma before you realize that you need it. And nobody can tell you to go. Nobody right. can tell you need help. And a lot of times you, you have this feeling of like, wow, you know, I've been, I've been through some stuff, but, and then you don't realize, and, but I'm, I'm doing okay. And you don't realize until something happens that maybe that was something you weren't dealing with, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that I've, I've definitely been that person, especially being on a show and, and there's a lot of pressure sometimes to just be like fun and, you know, if you're not in a good mood, you like turn it on and be, be like positive, positive, positive all the time. And that pressure can really, um, and can add up over the years. Um, yeah. so yeah, it's okay to not be okay. And oh, okay. Doesn't, so that you- doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that you're just, you know, like little mopey gray cloud all the time. It's just stuff that yeah. we all have to work through. So you get to, you get to have your ups and downs and it seems like, um, well, first of all, you just said it's okay to not be okay. Kim, I have to say it. This is, this, <laughs> is, a thing. Like this is a thing for me. Um, you may not agree with it, but, um, I have not yet said this on the podcast and I've been waiting for the right moment to say it. Um, the way I see that is that we, it's, it's more, I want to change the words. I, I think it's more, it's okay to not feel okay. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we are always okay. Even when we have a negative feeling. That's, I love that actually. I love the okay, way good. that you just, yeah, I do. I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's important. Okay. What'd yeah. you say? I like that. No, it helps me a lot too, because. Yeah. I tend to, I get some issues going on and I tend to get all caught up in it and drama and chaos. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, I am okay. I just don't feel okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause even though, even though I'm in so much pain right now, <clears throat> or I'm going through a divorce or someone just passed away, like I'm, I'm still, I'm in a lot of pain, but I, I'm, I am feeling privileged that I get to feel my feelings yeah. and I'm still okay going through this and I will end up better because I'm processing my emotions in a healthy way, but I'm never not okay. I think even, even in death, we're still okay. Um, that's, that's a whole other way to (laughs) look at things, but it's just a very high conscious way of, of looking at, at life and, and our, our feelings and our pain. And it just makes it so that it's okay to be messy too. Mm-hmm. It's okay yeah, to be Kristen. <laughs> okay, Kristen. No. <laughs> Ariana yeah. loves my messy. She I do. Messy. I do. <laughs> and I think that's beautiful that the two of you have that connection, knowing you know what you how you started. The two of you, but yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna move on to Sheena. Um, so I was wondering if you could talk about the pressures of Hollywood, um, body image, like the tabloid stuff. I know you recently went through, um, the stuff with the editing 
on the show, but we don't have to talk about that. But just in general, how did how do you live with that, you know, social media and having to always be on? Do you get to be normal? <laughs> Un, yeah, unfortunately, I'm a perfectionist. So I always feel the need to be on and be as close to perfect as I can. And I feel like over the last year, I've kind of let that go. And I'm just like, I, you know, I don't need to look perfect. I don't need to act perfect because the world is not perfect. And for so many years, I've just tried to, you know, have the perfect relationship and the perfect job or whatever. And, um, hold on, I'm going to go in here. Distraction. Sorry, my housekeeper's here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, so I think once I realized that, you know what, like, this is not realistic, I felt like I've kind of gotten my confidence back in the way that I know it is okay to not be perfect with where do I start? I think it kind of goes back to like my wedding when I had my crop top wedding dress and all of these comments come out of people saying, you know, like, Oh, her fat rolls are hanging out and this and that. And I was just like, Oh my God. Yeah. I'm not perfect. Like I need to get in shape. And I Mm. got in shape, not for the right reasons. I should have done it for my health and my well being, but instead I did it because I wanted to look perfect. And now I I'm still in shape. I actually, Somehow, I think I'm one of the only people who's lost weight in quarantine. <laughs> oh my God. So oh, much, lucky I, you. So jealous. I live with a drill sergeant <laughs> who I love very much, but <laughs> that's definitely helped. But um, I just, I feel so confident in who I am now that I think I want to preach that more to people because when you are in this world we live in that is not there's nothing normal about our lives like being on a reality show having all of these moments captured shown to the world judged then having to relive it and looking back I'm just like I need to embrace it and not get frustrated over it because I don't look even close to perfect this season especially But you know what? It's like, that's okay. And the things that are imperfect about us are the things that people relate to the most. And I think that's what's great about our job is being able to put things out there that other people can relate to. It's like, okay, if you can do this on a public scale, I can do it on a private scale. And so I try and just think of it that way now and just know that we're helping people and we're helping them by not being perfect and showing that you know what? Yeah. I'm not happy every day. I struggle with anxiety or depression or weight gain or weight loss or shyness or confidence. Like there's so many different things that so many people struggle with in just their private lives and we do it in public. So the more I think about just how much we're helping other people, the less pressure I feel on myself to be that like perfect, whatever. They would be, Kim, wouldn't they be great spokespeople for the campaign? I for know. the perfectly perfect campaign. With the perfectly perfect campaign. You sound like it already. <laughs> I know. I know. I love that. That is great because I know, I think, I think from what I know about you, you've changed over time and you're, you're just, you just seem more authentic, more you, like yeah. you're finding yourself. Yeah. And you're more comfortable in who you are. 
I feel like I kind of lost that for a while. I lost my spark. I lost my mojo, my competitiveness. I just kind of gave up on myself and just was like, okay, well, this is my job and I'm going to show up and then I'm going to go home. And it was just like, I just wasn't happy. And once I moved to Vegas, I felt like I kind of got my spark back. But then coming back to this environment, which can be quite toxic (laughs) at times, I got lost in a not relationship with my best friend. And then it was just like, I, I hadn't really been happy with myself. I was projecting how happy I was, but it wasn't truthful. And over the past year, I feel like I've really kind of gotten back to my roots and what's important and trying to act and look perfect is the furthest thing from what's important. Just being happy in your own well-being. I think, you know, mental health, that's such a bigger thing than worrying about how I look and being superficial and caring about things that just don't matter. Oh, amen. That was well said. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And it's just, just very, so refreshing to hear that from, yeah. from you guys. So, oh my goodness. Okay. Um, like, I feel like I want to be your best friend now. <laughs> relate now. <laughs> like I feel that's the thing. Like, and I'm you talking about this like that, it does make everybody, you already had people who admired you and looked up to you, but now you're like on our level, you know, and yeah. it makes us feel like we're, we, we can be friends. Yeah. I think yeah. I kind of felt like I needed to be like knocked down a few notches to just kind of get back to my roots and just to realize what is important. And I saw, I caught myself like bickering a lot just with like my mom and like things that just about the dumbest things that I'm like, why are we fighting over this? And I just feel like, especially in quarantine, we've definitely had a lot more time to ourselves and to, you know, just like reflect. And I feel like I'm in the best place I've been in in a really long time. I have this like sense of like calm and zen which is like weird because I'm someone who really struggles with anxiety and I was just saying this my friend um Brett Kenyon is here with me for the week Brock's in San Diego so he came to keep me company and I was just saying this morning I was like not having anxiety is almost giving me anxiety because it's like (laughs) I'm like why am I happy why does everything (laughs) seem okay right now there's like (laughs) that's it so Um, I'm just trying to embrace it and just enjoy the calm and, you know, just take life day by day because worrying about the future is what gives me anxiety and we can't worry about the future. We can just worry about today and do our best today. And then, you know, hopefully everything falls into place as it should. The universe gives us what we need. I'm going to just say one thing and then, um, okay. Just want to say when you said worry, I keep correcting you guys. I'm sorry. Um, when you say I'm going to worry about today, we have to be careful, like how, um, we talk to ourselves. You don't have to worry about the day. It's just, just a little, just, we, you know, we think about today, stay in the moment right now or be present in the moment, but there's, it doesn't have to be a worry. But it's, yeah. it's like your normal, probably you don't even realize that you're saying that. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, worry about the future. That's definitely one thing I do, but I've been trying to just live in the now. Cause like when Brock and I started dating, I would just worry constantly. I'm like, he's going to die. Something's going to happen. Like, and I would like worry. Cause I'm like, I've never been 
this happy. And I, everyone's heard me say this. Like you say this about everyone you say, I'm like, I would hope that each relationship you get in is the happiest you've ever been. Cause why would you go back? I would hope you're in the best place you've ever been. And in a year you're in an even better place. Like that's the way I'm trying to see it. And I just, I do feel like I'm the happiest and most calm I've really ever been in my life. And if I've ever thought that before, I was lying to myself. <laughs> mm, that's beautiful. And you deserve it. Thank you. You're worthy of it. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, I am. And that's another thing. It's like, I stopped kind of like giving myself that credit because I didn't want to like sound cocky or, you know, too confident, but I'm like, no, you know what? I've worked really hard. I'm a good person with a good heart. I do deserve this and I accept it. Thank you universe. <laughs> beautiful okay Kristen <laughs> next next so and you have a book that just is it out yet it is okay yeah, it and it's called years. he's making you crazy how to get the guy get even and get over it did I say it right yeah okay um what led you to writing the book um <laughs> it was something I've been working on lightly for a couple of years and it, when when I went to my friend Michelle, who's my co-author, and told her the concept, the original concept of the book, um, and just started telling her some of my stories, it was like every single dating story that I had to tell her, she had gone through. And if it wasn't her, it was like her best. She went through it with her friend or her, you know, whoever went through it. And it was like all these universal truths, and it just felt nice to sort of live, live my real life and be honest about my stories rather than this. It can be difficult on Vanderpump rules to like be so one dimensional all the time. And we all, all the cast members, we all have to deal with that. We're like, Sheena's the boy crazy you want to know. Now Ariana's being the, yeah, the little cloud or the whatever. And Kristen's crazy. And like, mm -hmm. that's who we are. There's nothing else to us. So it was nice to be able to tell my stories, but also just connecting with women again. And the more that I wrote like through the journey of the writing process the more I realized it was no longer really about these guys as it was like my own self-love journey of like why like the psychology of why I was doing what I was doing why I was putting up with what I was putting up with why I was acting out why I didn't leave someone for bad choices that they made but I stayed with it and made it almost worse so all of these things in order to write these stories honestly we had to dig into the psychology of it. And really what it was is like, the first thing was like snowballed into the next thing, into the next relationship. And I was carrying all of these, the, harboring all these feelings and carrying them into each relationship and, and never really dealing with what I was feeling. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So it was very therapeutic. And was it hard? It was really difficult. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it was, I mean, it was so much fun. It wasn't like a it was a very painless writing process. Michelle and I had a blast with it. And I'm very fortunate to have her like help me with the storytelling and the structure of the book, which isn't something that was really my forte. <laughs> um, but it was, there were a lot of chapters that were really hard because I didn't <clears throat> need to go there. Like I didn't want to, you know, rip the bandaid off and like relive all those. It was like being in therapy again and being like, okay, why, why did I do it? Why did I say it? Why did I stick with it? But um, I've definitely is there a chapter where you overcame something really heavy and yeah there were a few like <laughs> yeah there were a few there's it's I mean it's typical it's much it's a very like tongue-in-cheek fairly light-hearted book but there are definitely a few heavier hitting chapters that 
we just felt necessary to include if we were going to be totally honest. Right. And it must be hard to be vulnerable, that vulnerable, but it could be so freeing at the same time. Yeah, it's both actually. I mean, Ariana, I know our books are obviously so, by the way, it was so cool. And you were like, author, Ariana. (laughs) (laughs) But um, as they, I mean, they couldn't be, you know, the books couldn't be any more different, but she hit the nail on the head of like you pouring your heart and soul into something. And then now sitting out there, like almost waiting, hopefully not, but waiting for judgment on like, do you like it? Was it good enough? Especially when you're, you know, being this vulnerable about things like, are people just going to trash it before they give it a chance? Have they pigeonholed me into someone that doesn't deserve to speak about topics that I wrote about? So it's, it's only been two days, but yeah. It's, yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure you're going to help people. So congrats on that. Thank you. Thank and the you. book is so good. Thank and my you. podcast is coming out tomorrow. Kristen, you get a very big shout out because Tuesday was a, the first non-social media day we've ever had, the day your book comes out. And so on my podcast, I just gave you some extra love tomorrow. Thank you. Oh, you're the best. That's cool. So, Anna, you so dare answer. Do you ever see yourself getting married and having kids? Oh, <laughs> I, I I even write about this book, but like I'm hopeful. I it's not crossed off my list. Um, I say before I started dating Alex, who's my new boyfriend. Um, I was in a different headspace about marriage. I don't know where I stand with marriage. I stand for commitment for sure. As far as like a legal government official like signed document that says that I share his last name. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not saying no and I'm not saying yes. Right. Right. But I believe in long-term commitment. Um I would love children regardless of marriage or not. I don't know if it's in the cards for me because I'm not ready right th- in this exact moment. Are we ever ready? Are we <laughs> ever ready? <laughs> I mean I know it's something I want and I I was actually Michelle and I were talking about this my book my co-author we were talking about this and my friend a girlfriend of mine just like another girlfriend of mine who's older than I am by a few years was saying yesterday that she still really wants to have children but she just doesn't see unless something you know some magical man pops into her life and everything she falls in love and it's a fairy fairy tale yeah. right now it's not in the cards for her and so I asked her how she felt about adoption. And I just see there are just so many, there are endless possibilities of right. having a child, whether or not I bear that child, I don't know. Right. Because right now in this exact day and moment in my life, I it's, it's not going to happen anytime right. soon. You better end up your book coming <laughs> and out. And that's okay though. Like it's okay though, you know? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, jaded. oh. I'm not jaded about it. I'm hopeful. I think, I think whatever is supposed to happen for me is going to happen for me. Exactly. We have to let, let go and let things flow. So yeah. very you cool. You also yeah. could freeze um, your eggs. What about, <laughs> what about you? I watching you go through that two times. Like it made me so sad. <laughs> it made me happy. And it's such I like, know. it's the best insurance backup. Right. Plan. If, I, if I do it, I will not do it during filming. I will tell you that because that, yes, <laughs> before or after filming, I wanted to wrap Sheena in a giant bubble and just be like, everyone just leave her alone. Okay. <laughs> Stop asking her why she's not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That was so annoying. Shh, we're not talking about the show. Be quiet. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. It always comes in the Vander talk with this group. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. No, not because I don't want to, but I know it's no, I know it's just the end of the season, and we've all said too much, so <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Kristen, I wanted to say one thing about the book. Um, I read an article yesterday um, that it might have been an interview with you, and I think it was with People. Mm-hmm. Now I can't remember exactly where I found it, but I loved the that you were really focused on owning your part in a relationship and where it went wrong instead of just constantly complaining or blaming the other person for the problems. So I think that seems like you've really grown a lot just because you're coming from that new place. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I say it like relationships are a two-person job. Crazy is a two-person job. So facetiously, I say he's making you crazy, right? Like I'm not, this is not a man bashing book or a, or a partner bashing book, but it's just saying like women are typically called crazy. I mean, we've all had that dude we've dated or whatever, or a friend who was like, oh my God, my ex-girlfriend was so crazy. Or the second you have a strong opinion or disagree with someone or have an emotion and that significant other is like, it's because you're crazy. Like, do we call men crazy? Is that a statement <clears throat> men? Never. He's, it's just like, oh, it's it, like we, again, on the show, we call it like empathy. Like, oh, it's just this person. It's just, he's a guy, like no big deal, but she, oh, she's crazy. So it was a, a very facetious still. I mean, I'm owning, bringing the C word back. We're like trying to take the dreaded crazy word and wear it as a badge of honor and say, you know what? Fine. I'm crazy <laughs> because I care because I stand up for myself because I self-respect and no, I'm not actually like condoning the like you know, batshit behavior, but just like, this is, this is where I got to because of this guy, this guy, this guy. And also because of, again, my choices that I made, whether to stay in it, be detective Doty, you know, make my own mistakes, but it's about like learning from all of that stuff. So you don't continue to bring this into the next relationship or friendship. Wear it as a badge of honor, or you can wear it on a beanie with the word boy in front of it. (laughs) Good yeah. plug. <laughs> I saw that on the last thing you were on. <laughs> Very cute. Is so, your um yeah. Sheena, is your is your um line your merchandise? Is it out for sale it now? Taking two months to make its way here. And COVID. I'm still waiting for that shipment of my first 500. It was supposed to be here two weeks ago, then it was gonna be Wednesday. So Production is such a halt because of COVID. Yeah, so everything's just kind of put on hold, but I'm like, you know, it's summer and it's a beanie line, so I'm probably going to push it to the fall regardless. I don't really want to launch beanies in July. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe we do crop tops. Maybe we start with crop tops. (laughs) Very on brand. (laughs) So, um, Kristen, you answered already, but Ariana, do you, what do you feel on marriage and kids? I kind of feel similar to Kristen, uh, what she was saying about like commitment is important to me. Um, but I've never, I mean, even as a kid, I never quite got the like wedding hype. Um, I mean, I want everybody, everyone should do what makes them happy. And of course, if someone has like their dream is to have that, like then by all means, they should absolutely do it. Um, but I never quite understood that um, even as a kid and, and even as a kid, I mean, I didn't play with like baby dolls. Um, I played with grown up career bar, like the career. Barbies. 
Um, I'm a best-selling author, Barbie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ariana, um, it's so crazy. I'm like, I wait. I was like, I actually want the wedding. I just don't want the certificate from. The- <laughs> <laughs> want the well, you know what's funny is I um is that we actually like when we were like house shopping um over a year ago. Oh my gosh! Wow, time flies. When we were house shopping, you know, we were of course like going through all of our financials and you know, how, the, how, how you, well, you guys know, um, how much they like dig deep into all of that. And we were looking at like the tax stuff and everything. And we were like, wow, we wouldn't even get a tax break. So yeah. just like another thing to add, like it wouldn't help us in it really in any way. Um, so it was like, yeah. And then all that money you spend on it. So yeah. And then, you know, with, with kids, I just, you know, it's not again, like not, uh, I don't want to, I'm not there. I'm just not there. No. So, so yeah. yeah. Um, I love, I love baby. I love spoiling my friends, kids and all the kids in my family. That's my, yeah. I love doing that. That's my most fun, but then they That's get good. to take them home <laughs> uh-huh. just a and then I get to sleep and they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sheena, are you, are you a family having, wanting to have a family? Yeah, for sure. Brock and I, um, we talk about it. I just say, you know, all, um, I would be happiest if I can still go to work and you can stay home with the kid and he he loves that idea. So, um, yeah, but, um, I mean, I, I know he's the one for me Mm. and I know we'll have a family and yeah. That's beautiful. Love it. So beautiful. You deserve it. <laughs> it's funny though, because I don't really like kids, but I know I wouldn't <laughs> twice if my body through that if I didn't want them eventually. So um yeah. one of my closest friends, Jamie's on her way here with her daughter right now. She was begging her to come. She's like, Mom, you always go to Palm Springs without me. Can I come? Can we have a Taylor Swift dance party? And she's like, Sheena, I don't want to like force my kid on you, but I was like, no, I mean, I need to get used to them. Like, I need to. You'll like your own kids, I'm sure. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what they say, that it'll, it all changes when it's your own. Right. right. I love you for being here. And I want to ask each of you, like, one by one, um, we want to know, first of all, what is something you want, like, name one thing you want the audience to know about you that you they wouldn't know? And where can they find you? And we'll just go one by one. So we'll start with you. I feel like I'm pretty transparent. Okay, so shocking. I'm crazy. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I just, I think just for, I'll speak for all three of us, just that know that we're more than what you see on TV. We are, we're, we're, we're hearing we're, now. We're three-dimensional yeah. human beings. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that if we weren't, we the three of us wouldn't be as close as we are, which can mm-hmm. be sometimes a shock to certain people. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I think that I'm fairly transparent and own exactly who I am and wear it on my sleeve all the time. So, <laughs> you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, the awesome, the cool. That's just, yeah, it's all me. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Oh. Thank you. How about you, Ari? Um, something that people don't know me again, I feel like I, sometimes I'll see people be like, Oh really? You, 
you're from Florida. And I'm like, bitch, I've been saying that since the beginning. Um, (laughs) So I feel like anything that someone wants to know about me is pretty much out there if they're paying attention. Um, But a lot of times people don't know that a lot of times people think that my, my life started at 29 when I began the show Mm -hmm. and they don't realize that I lived uh, many lifetimes before (laughs) that. Uh, I dated other people. (laughs) Um, lots of them. Uh, I lived in New York for many years. I'm from Florida. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of that kind of history that maybe one day I'll make it into a a memoir. Um, but so good. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many stories. Mm -hmm. Um, but like Kristen said, we are so much more. We're all, and I can say that for, for even the cast members that I'm, I don't get along with, or maybe don't vibe with. I still have to say that each, every one of them is always more than what you see on the show. And everyone is a three-dimensional person. Um, and that goes for other shows too. Um, and sometimes, you know, you might not even see something about somebody on their social media because, you know, it's kind of just in general, um, unless you're really willing to tell your story beginning to end on social media, a lot of times it's like, Oh, I'll just post this pretty picture. And then like, cause you know, we're supposed to be involved on like, not obviously not in this moment. I'm not talking about right now, but I mean, just in general, like other times we're supposed to kind of be engaging or whatever. And sometimes it's just like, maybe not one of those things that comes naturally. Um, I like a face-to-face talk. I come, I feel like that's more my jam. Um, but yeah, everybody is so much more than you will ever see on any show or on their, or on their, um, you know, Instagram or anything. And, and you can find me on Instagram, (laughs) Ariana25255. Um, if you just type in Ariana spelled the same way as Ariana Grande, mine comes up like right, right there. And then, I don't use Twitter anymore. So, I mean, every once in a while, I'll log on to the website. But I really... Instagram and then uh, TikTok, Ariana Maddox. Again, I'm not very active on socials right now. Okay, cool. Thank you. What about you, Sheena? I am at Sheena, S-C-H-E-A-N-A on everything. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube, <laughs> dot com, slash Sheena. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not as one dimensional and desperate as I appear. (laughs) Check out my YouTube, listen to my podcast, and you will get a much broader outlook on who I am overall. Yeah. Yeah, You you all have such strong voices where like, not that I'm surprised, but you, you really have depth and you just really sound like you all have a very strong sense of knowing. And I think that all the years of the ups and downs that we have had the privilege to, to watch, um, and I'm sure you have other things that have happened in your lives out, outside of the show, have all just really molded you and uh, to become who you are today. And you all should be proud of who you are. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> thank you. Yes, I think this is going to be really inspiring for our listeners. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Cool. Yeah. So uh, to number two, and now the three of us will be number one. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. You. We'll, we'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, hope so. Hope so. We know, we know we have um, so many people who just are going to really love what you guys have to say. And yeah, we can't wait to share this. Well, Hopefully we'll be having us. <laughs> I'm going to the Sheena episode and then the Sheena and the girls episode. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, and I, I just want to say uh, shout out to Andy because someday we're going to get to him, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I'm trying to get him on my podcast. Okay. <laughs> you can have him first. All right. Throw him over to us. <laughs> Stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, so I'm here with a new sponsor, and her name is Missy Fowler. Missy is an intuitive inner awareness guide and an emotion code practitioner. She is a previous guest from our podcast, and she's here today to share with us something very special that she has to offer to our audience. Hi, Missy. Hello, everyone. Eden and Kim, thank you for having me here. I am so grateful for this opportunity to be here and to be of service, however that might be. So today, I would just love to offer my time. During these times of uncertainty, we're all going through our own unique experiences. Lots of feelings and emotions are going through us inside us. Through conversation, we're able to connect and check in and see what they're all connected to. So today, what I'd love to do is just offer an exclusive free 15-minute session for all your loyal Talk Purpose and Truth listeners. What this will entail is just having a conversation to go within to find the answers that you have within you, to get to the root of whatever it is that you are harboring inside and just help you to release them. Wow, that sounds great. What an amazing offer. I hope all of our audience members will take advantage of this. Missy, tell us how can they find you? Okay, for, there's two ways you can find me. You can find me on Facebook at Missy, M-I-S-S-Y, Fowler, F as in Frank, O-W-L-E-R. In the abbreviation, my maiden name is Floria. That's how you'll know it's me. And then you can text or call me at 661-513-4440. I'm so looking forward to chatting with you all. Thank you so much. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.